Greetings and welcome back everyone to Enter the Apex. I'm Garrett Weinzerl here on this fine Monday morning, as always, with Kyle Ferguson. How you doing, dude? I'm doing all right, man. I'm just going to kick things off by breaking the fourth wall. If you only listen to this show, Kyle and I do a lot of other podcasts. One of them we do together on Thursdays, and I was traveling last week and wasn't on it, so it feels like a lifetime since I've talked to you. Ah, yeah, well, you were in my old haunt, my uh, my grow-up state, New Mexico. Yeah, uh, they have really good tacos. I had tacos uh, every day except for one that I was there. Sure. It was amazing. It- they do it right. They do it. Did you get yourself a, a wet burrito? Or I, I did not get myself a wet burrito because uh, when you have that many tacos in rapid succession, your stomach is already challenged. So <laughs> yeah. wet burrito was maybe maybe not it. But you know what else was challenged as a result of my travels? My skills in this game. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, mine too, but for different reasons. Uh, we had ourselves a bit of an interesting session the last time we played and i took a little break from the game after that oh well yes remember the uh the fine uh aimbot player my very first mm. experience with a full-blown captured on stream watch the whole thing aimbot yeah yeah it pro- it, it really goes to say like how much changing your environment can throw things out of whack that feels like a lifetime ago also came back I landed a couple days ago. I've been playing Apex over the weekend, getting back into the swing of things. And while I myself feel like I am terrible at this game again after just taking like four days off. Yeah. um, (laughs) It seems like the cheaters are gone. (laughs) I didn't run into any egregious cheaters uh, over the last, uh, let's see, two two nights uh, playing quite a bit of Apex. Yeah, no, I had I had some great times as well. Yesterday I was playing. Uh, thank you to Twammy and McCowan for for hosting my nubbery. Uh, we won two games together, which is a ton for me in a session, and I had an awesome time. But you know, damage was like you know 183 at the end of those. I was always being picked up. Uh, but man, that uh that aimbot business took me for a trip. It was. It was shockingly low effort. That's what made it so egregious, so insulting, was how perhaps unfun it seemed. And at the same time, I got great uh, a great sense of this isn't so bad for people who are great at this game because aimbots do not lead the target for you. There is arc, there is bullet travel time, all these things. And if you are better and in motion, aimbots can only do so much. Right, right. It's it's that it's that split second that you decide to stand still to try and line up a shot that you're just dead. Well, and the, the uh, rock, the rock was the creepy part. Uh, I have a clip of it too. You can find it on my Twitch. It's at like six minutes, and the the camera it's like sticky. It the 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 aim kind of locks on to heads that don't exist yet, and in particular, there's this rock and like boop, like ooh, ooh, there's something there and just follows their head as they exit around this rock. God, I, I love I, I love that you haven't played these sorts of games and had these types of experiences before because it's, it's really fun to hear someone's like first reaction to to aimbots because I, I I played quite a bit of PUBG and saw a lot of this already. It's crazy. It It's so. It's unabashed. Un, uh, how are you not embarrassed? by this play is the weirdest <laughs> part about it because it is, it's just lazy. Yeah, they're walking everywhere. They're standing right where they damn want to on top of some rock using an R 99 across the Valley into the river and just blowing people away with a wingman with no scope. It is just strange. Yeah. It's, it's, it is the pit, sir. Uh, but yeah, it, I mean, it, I left very salty, but it, it, it didn't, it didn't affect me as negatively as I think like the previous week where we just had a bad session. <laughs> like, sure. Um, but it, it, it's, it's, it's certainly something that really, really gets to me and, and seems like it's a lot better, at least since I got back. I mean, I've played quite a bit of games since uh, getting back home uh, Saturday afternoon. So it uh, feels a lot better. And that's, it seems like because of a new patch and a round of bands. So let's get in and talk about all of the apex legends news that has happened since our last episode. Uh, we got a new patch, Kyle, uh, patch 1.1 dropped, uh, just a few days ago, late last week. And, 
it brought with it a highly requested feature that I am just stoked about. So again, traveling, I was working, uh, shooting some footage at a conference out in New Mexico, didn't had zero time to read patch notes. So I come home, I'm playing like with random drop players and game ends and it goes last squad. Would you like to invite and has player names? And I'm like, what? When did this get added? This is great. Uh, so yeah, Last Squad Invites came in with patch 1.1. If you're playing without a full squad of three, Respawn has added the ability to party up with the last squad you played with. Uh, basically, after the match, you're going to see buttons in the lobby that display the last one or two people that you played with, and you can invite them to your squad. On top of all of this, you can opt out of this. If you don't want to receive invites from random players, you can turn this feature off. They've also added a mute all button. So if you are the avoiding type, just want to get in a quick game, not make any friends, there are tools for that as well. Oh, yeah. God bless. Have you have you used the last squad invite feature at all? I haven't. Honestly, it's kind of an odd confusion coincidence. But our last episode was titled Get Good Dad. And because of that, our Discord has been alight with casual players and parents showing up and being like, hey, First of all, I'm a little disappointed that you didn't actually teach me a dad how to get good. But also, <laughs> hey, I'm a dad and I have limited time to play. Who wants to party up? So I have had no problems finding awesome people to play with this week. Oh, that Yeah, I, I came back and uh, was catching up on the AMOVE Discord, which you can join, by the way, to go into bit.ly slash A-M-O-V-E, AMOVE Discord. Uh, and you can join. It's it's open. Get in there and make some Apex friends. Uh, but yeah, I got back and I was catching up on um, my my heart was my salty heart man was just warming up, reading all this advice sharing and 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 friend making. Uh, I love it. I love it. I'm glad that people are helping each other get good. Uh, so I'm also glad that it extended to you as well, Kyle. Yeah, but there have been weeks where this feature would be welcome. I have found you know serious players that yeah you know I'd, I'd like to have another go with well done yeah it's great so get in there make some friends um i i did take advantage of it uh just once and then a, a, the rest of the weekend i was playing with friends um but it, it works great i really like it i uh i i've had a lot of really good experiences with random players in the past and i'm really glad that this feature has 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 been added to the game um, that said, I also had a really, really bad session of games. I was playing with our, our shared friend McCown last night, uh, just as a two stack. And it was just, I've been using the term doorknob because I'm trying to cuss less. It's just doorknob after doorknob. Doorknob? Solo dropping, disconnecting as soon as they get knocked. Uh, let's see what else. Um, just not paying any attention at all. Like if they did drop with us, they're just kind of in a corner changing out. No, I can assume and... why Garrett would cuss. I just don't understand why you'd call them a doorknob. I don't know. I was just trying to th- like a rock wasn't descriptive enough. I'm just thinking of an inanimate object that doesn't do much. Oh. <laughs> you know, I can't call them a coffee maker. That helps me, Kyle. Okay. Okay. I see what you mean. I get you. <laughs> Protects if doorknobs protect, man. They have locks on them. I, I, well, I mean, that's a that's a specific kind of doorknob. Um, true, and, true. Uh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm just trying to come up with words that I find amusing to say in place of cuss words. I like it. I like it. <laughs> that's a personal strategy. I would like to put out yeah. there any aspiring streamers out there that are trying to put less uh, profanity out into the world. But, um. Yeah, that, that, whatever. Just mini story time. Just had a lot of really bad experiences with random players. But I feel like when I play by myself, I more often than not have a good experience. There is a there's a tone that two people set that the third person doesn't really grab onto. I feel like when there's everybody sort of watching each other in these three solos, things get a lot more sneaky, which I really like. Mm-hmm. I, I like it's, it's Sam Fisher time, and it's a whole different style of gameplay that I do enjoy. Honestly, my favorite right now is just breaking position. That's my favorite activity. Get in a fight, oh, not a good angle, and running around somewhere ridiculous. By the time you even make it around that big old cliffside and back into the Cascades, they've now fought another party. So now you're the third party instead of the getting third party. Yeah, yeah, I dig that. When I rando, I, I tend to uh, lately have just been playing Octane and using my jump pad to put myself at a completely different angle from what the other two players are fighting at and uh, giving us a leg up that way just been having a lot of fun doing that but 
there were some other quality of life improvements in the 1.1 patch before we get too deep into <laughs> personal adjustments in the game. Um, they, uh, they have added to the report player button. Uh, there's now an option for selecting cheat or other. So if you, you know, want to be reporting for reasons other than cheating, that's something you can do. Uh, they've also added very specific messages that appear on PC for crashes if it's specifically due to writing out of memory or CPU errors, and it will explain if it was overclocking or overheating. So that's, that's got to be sane. <laughs> I just assumed they were getting a lot of reports for these two reasons. And they're like, all right, we're gonna right. Ex- we're gonna let you know that it's on your end that you should probably address exactly. uh, your CPU or your memory. Uh, I'm just assuming that this is all to save themselves sometimes when uh, or sometime when when addressing these these reported issues um uh, they said that they added better collision to the turrets on supply ships i was not aware this was an issue but good to know did you or have you experienced speaking of collisions the strategy where you hit a wall or land on the rock in order to jump or fall faster yes yes uh, i've been doing that this weekend with our our friend twamey so it's it that's officially everywhere it seems. I don't know about everywhere, but yeah, we were trying to to hit strategic rocks that would allow us to fall into market's roof faster than if we were just pointing down at it. Yeah, I'm interested to see what their plan with that is. Yeah, because I guess- you have rockets, right? You're falling, but you're falling slower with rockets pointing you downwards. It's a little odd. It is. It's very odd. I'm with you. It, it does. It seems like it is unintuitive, uh, which um, I'm all for, you know, raising the skill a bit, but it also just doesn't make a lot of sense. I like my games to just make sense. And you're right. Yeah. If I'm pointing down with rockets on my butt, I should be going faster than if I just fell off a mountain. It's weird. I, I get the mechanics of it, though. You know, what do you do? You reduce fall speed? And now we're kind of halo floating when we fall or oh, do, do we please don't do that. Um, yeah, I just maybe speed up the rockets a bit or at least right. make and it the same. Do you have an issue with everyone dropping now faster? What's the issue there? Gameplay decisions. Yeah, I don't know what the difference in speed is from pointing like as straight down as you possibly can during the drop phase versus just falling but I can't imagine it's a massive difference, so maybe they just increase the the drop speed ever so slightly just to make it the same as falling. I mean, I'd be all for let me turn it off. Just I hit a button, jets go off, I'm done moving, I'm right over my hoop that I'm aiming at at market, I want to fall right through the window. That would be interesting. Um, I, I feel like there's maybe a counter-argument for the whole mechanic of jump master is unique and works pretty well and keeps the group together. And if you were to just turn it off, it gives the jump master no control now over where his buddies end up. Well, maybe the jump master's in charge and you all turn off together. I guess the, the the thing that would get weird immediately there would be that if you turned it off early, your camera would, would fly inside yourself faster and there'd be a advantage there in a hot drop of getting control of your side. I mean, how many times have we particularly, I feel like it always happens on artillery. Maybe it's because the boxes are on the walls. No, wait. Array? The one array. with the satellite dish. That's array. Well, yes. wait, no, no, no. That's, that's relay. Relay. Yes. Relay has yeah, the relay. satellite dish. That's the place. I don't know why. Like Skulltown, there's all these little cubbies and windows for me to jump through. I feel okay in the first couple seconds. But that big open area, airbase as well, when the camera's like, let me just casually fly in your back here. I'm just like, get in there already. I need to pick up an item. Um, Yeah, yeah, fair, fair. Uh, it, overall, yeah, I, I think the the speed at which that happens is, is pretty is pretty stressful. But Buttress in the chat room says, what if you could toggle straight vertical drop speed, but, but keep that? I, I'm assuming he's... Uh, he didn't say this, but I'm assuming, but keep your your drop camera, like your third-person camera. Because the issue, if you're still trying to control is jump master, but you're in first-person camera, you can't see your friends. You don't know if you're yeah. about to shave them off <laughs> on a rock or a cliff. Totally. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, it sounds like more improvements are incoming. Um, they also said that there were stability fixes on all platforms. They didn't really get into specifics there. Uh, there were multiple bug fixes mentioned. The one that looked to be the the 
the greatest improvement is that they fixed a bug on consoles where uh, sometimes attempting to use a keyboard to chat would cause a fatal script error. There's also an issue this weekend where if somebody invited you to party and you responded to them, you would leave your current party and join theirs. Even if you were just saying, you're just saying oh, I'm hi. busy. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, hi. Thanks. Sorry. Busy. That's interesting. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I hope they fix that. <laughs> it, it's gone. Yeah. 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 That, that's been fixed up. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, they made it so that Octane's jump pad will no longer affect players that are currently using the into the void ability. So no jump padding while you're in the void. But you're in the void, right? Except right. for the void has ground. So it's always been an issue with uh, Kitty, right? That was her name in X-Men. No idea. A- any character that can walk through walls, I'm always just worried. Why don't they fall through the floor? You're blowing my mind. I've never thought of that. But It'd be a horror. <laughs> You'd be trapped in the center of the earth if you're affected by gravity, that is. Uh, um. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I've never understood why Spider-Man can stick to walls with his feet when he's wearing shoes. That's a good point. They, they, <laughs> yeah, because he's supposed to have like little hooks, right? According to um, Toby well, Maguire. Toby Maguire. Yeah, you get that cl- yeah. the, the sticky close up. So. Yeah. So yeah, he has well, those on his feet, but his feet need to be less flat. I agree. There need to be little pads. There needs to be a little toe. But Wraith can't pass through walls. She's oh, that's still true. adhering to the the physical limitations of everything around her. Right. So it's a rather casual void. Yeah, it's I mean I I always when I, when I first saw Wraith I was like, "Oh cool, they're bringing in some of like the time mechanics of Titanfall 2's campaign, which is one of the coolest things ever. Seriously, folks, if you haven't played Titanfall 2's campaign, what are you doing with your life? It's amazing." But um obviously there's only so much they can do with something like that. I'm so frankly surprised that she didn't just get a straight up tracer rewind. But uh, yeah, you got to have those limitations walking, walking through walls, man. That'd be so busted in this game. Yeah, it'd be pretty intense. Yeah. So mm, it's cool. Good, good change. In my opinion, uh, this appears to have already, already been fixed, but if you were playing last week when 1.1 was deployed, there was a rather terrifying bug that occurred uh, in which players were losing their progress in their game. They were logging in and seeing essentially a fresh account, which I would freak out. It's a little bit of work to level this account up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they appear to have uh, fixed it. Uh, community manager Jay Fresh posted a hotfix rundown on the Apex Legends subreddit uh, shortly after the deployment of this patch, saying that uh, essentially explained what happened and then what they did to fix it. And uh, essentially what happened is that when the 1.1 update went live, players were unintentionally moved to the wrong servers. And those servers didn't have those players' persistence and caused the player accounts to appear reset and have no progression. What Respawn ended up doing was shutting down the live servers and then they like removed the players that ended up on those wrong servers uh, the affected player's progress up until this update, however, was still intact. So Respawn rolled up the correct servers with the affected player's saved progress, and it appears this was successful and all is well now. Awesome. Yeah, I'm very glad about that because, <laughs> again, I like get home, get off the plane, catching up on the on the Discord, and I'm like, oh, Kyle's saying that uh, players' progresses are being reset. I hope yeah. I'm okay. I was warning everybody, don't log in until we hear otherwise. But I was worried more in a kind of blizzard sort of way that this was going to have to be manually done. And then you'd be stuck all weekend sitting there being like, can you please update my account? I just want to play and they get to you. I think it's fair. I would be concerned as well. Yeah. But yeah, seems like this was successful. So (laughs) all together, a great patch. I have been having less issues. The, uh, The heavy run is in less games it still happens from time to time but i like all this oh, good the, momentum the, the, the laggy beginning yeah yeah I've, i had one over the weekend which is a marked improvement i usually like if i were to play you know like two three hour sessions saturday and sunday i would probably have like four or five laggy games yeah whereas uh over the course of the weekend i only had one instance of a really laggy beginning and it seemed to clear up faster than it did before, but this is all anecdotal. 
Um, it does seem to just be better overall. And uh, again, as I already mentioned, the big thing for me is that I haven't noticed any egregious hacking, which makes me really, really freaking happy. So the, so the 1.1 patch notes did mention, quote, additional behind the scenes improvements for squashing cheaters. Again, didn't get in specifics. Totally understand that. They don't want to tell cheaters what they're doing so that they can't get around right. it. Um and it would also appear that another massive wave of bands have have rolled out. Um, if you are unaware, fine listeners of this program, there is an Apex Legends cheat forum where terrible people get together to talk about cheating in this game. And users of that forum are currently voicing their frustration with no longer being able to play Apex Legends. And uh, Hero of the Week, Reddit user Terrari, has captured their tears for us to enjoy, Kyle. Oh, oh! It, it's it's a beautiful bit of justice yeah. to read through these. I only wish they let us know more uh, respawn as a company, so the justice would be that much more juicy. But I absolutely understand their position, and perhaps my favorite part is people lamenting on a free to play game the forty to the twenty seven to forty dollars they've spent in order to purchase this cheating program, these aimbots for themselves. Yeah, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I loved it. So um, if you missed Terraria's post, it was, it, it was a screen cap of uh, like four comments in the cheat forum. Um, one cheating sack posted, quote, I have been banned, unfortunately. Uh, that's, I'm reading exactly as written. Uh, I don't know how they did it. I don't use the cheat for over three or four days. It was just a waste of money. I blame myself for this to where oh. uh, I can only assume someone who thinks a Mozambique is tier S confirmed that uh, more hardware bands were going out saying, quote, everyone got banned, mate, but who care? It's free game. We make new account, but we need Apex Legends Chams works again. Chams being the cheat program that they use. And uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> then uh then user i'm calling can't shoot for shit replied i can't play with new account my new account get banned after created and play one game uh to which a steaming pile of no skill replied i am hwid banned hardware id banned can anyone help and let me know what i can do to bypass this so i can play normal every time i create new account it gets banned to which i say suck it cheaters yeah yeah that's that's good stuff uh I'll go straight. I honestly, I'm gonna be good this time. Please. <laughs> um, honestly, uh, I kind of want these people to get back into the game so they can get murdered a billion times because they're clearly terrible and have learned nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If <laughs> we need to pad out the the lower tier player base, they're ready to go. I think. I think respawn. If you're listening. Here's what you do. You know who these players are because your hardware ID banned them. Uh, and if you are confident in your ability now to tell when these cheat programs are being run and you can just block them again. So if you know these players are trying to get in, they're not running a cheat program, let them in. And Kyle, you know how a lot of games, sadly Apex doesn't have one yet, but you know how a lot of games have what we call a leaver's queue? Yeah. Where if you've left a game too many times, they put you into a queue with only other players who have left the game, which takes, uh, well, A, longer to find a game, and B, makes it a lot more likely you're going to be on a team of people who will also leave the game and ruin your game for you. Uh, I think Apex should take these players, eventually remove their ban, and only put them into, the, into games with players who have some of the highest rated uh, performances. Just put them into a game with your shrouds, with your choco tacos of the world, and just let them get murdered over and over again. I like it. I like it. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I would like to see. That's the eventual justice I would like to see dispensed. And then ban them again, like after four yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. After four days of suffering, then perma ban them again. Right, make them or make that their one game, right? They sit around forever <laughs> waiting for verified amazing people to own them. <laughs> and after, then they're kicked. After 40 minutes, I got a game and then Shroud showed up. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> yep, that would be wonderful. Please, please make it happen, Zip. <laughs> please, please make it happen. So, um, there are more fixes coming. They sadly did not make it into this patch, though. Uh, Respawn developer going by the name of Glutinous Rice Ball. 
posted on the Apex Legends subreddit, uh, basically responding to concerns over how hard it is to detach from a zipline by saying, quote, good news, this is fixed locally. Bad news, it didn't make it in the next patch. It will be in the patch after that, though. A follow-up comment asked if there was any update on body blocking when coming out of the dropship, uh, and Riceball followed up by saying, quote-unquote, same deal. Uh, and then he later clarified that there would be no collision during the drop phases whatsoever. So from the dropship all the way to the ground, no collision. Awesome. Yeah, I had the worst one yet last night. I was stuck up there forever. Yeah, it can be pretty bad. It feels like it's it's worse coming from artillery side, but maybe people really just like artillery. Uh, it seems completely anecdotal to me. Totally, no, I, I, that, that's made the heck up. Because mine was over, I, mine was over array last night, and just sat there looking at twenty other butts stuck in the air. Yeah. Colorful butts, of course. Oh, very colorful butts. Some are moving with like a cheesy GIF animation. I really hate those skins. Still, uh, respawn. They're lame. Why are they? Why are they so rare? Also, I want to thank the Easter Bunny on the A-Move uh, Discord for bringing this to my attention while I was traveling. I I, I, I did not see these as uh, these comments on the subreddit as I was not reading it. So thank you well, for posting that. They're important stuff. and They're a show of the lingering issues, which aren't horribly awful. They're really good patch. Really pleased. Yeah, 1.1. I mean, this is a good patch. It's really subtle, right? But the, the addition of being able to group with someone that you enjoyed playing with in a random game it's such a nice it's such a nice addition i think it's something we we requested on our on the first damn episodes of, of the show because we're like hey overwatch has it and it works really well in there that's something that feels like it's kind of a no-brainer for a game like this and it didn't take that long for them to implement it um and other than that's some quality of life things and again while my experience is clearly anecdotal and not a huge sample size but I haven't run into that many cheaters. When last week I was running into cheaters every single day I played this game. Yeah. So, uh, I'm happy. I would like to hear from, from more folks, especially if you are running into cheaters. Let me know and let me know how many games and how frequently you play. I'd like to, even though it is an anecdotal uh, assessment of the game, uh, I still like to have as much information as I can uh, as I can get. So write in amovetv at gmail.com or tweet at us at enter apex. But um, yeah, early drop collision is probably my biggest complaint with this game outside of like no reconnect feature because when I'm playing with my buddies and there's a weird hiccup like just let them get back in the game make them stand still let people get free kills on them whatever give us a chance give us a chance Kyle I feel like I'm being experimented on though like the, the R guns which to me are all yellow that's pure coincidence of the skins I have but the R guns mysteriously disappeared this weekend I did have an issue finding those. Do you, you know what my, my tinfoil hat theory is right now? Yeah. Well. Uh, that they upped the amount of shield cells and significantly decreased the amount of shield batteries. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, I could not find shield batteries. That's interesting. Again, probably purely anecdotal because one game I found like three Phoenix kits, so I don't know what's going on. But uh, all night, last night and the night before... Maybe found like five shield batteries total. No, I feel I feel you because we had the same thing. Everyone had two Phoenix Phoenix kits there, and uh, syringes were were our ammo, as it were. We just couldn't find any way to top off those last little bits. Yeah, I started playing a lot of Lifeline over the weekend just because I was like, well, all I can find are syringes and shield cells, so I'm going to spend a lot of time using items. So I'm just going to go back to Lifeline, so it takes a lot less time to use those items. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. They they should be experimenting on us. They got you know balance to do and stuff to work on and new characters to make and Octane to see if he's you know efficient or not. Yeah, I will say the gun stuff. It feels very much just like a luck thing because there were some games where I was just tripping over R three hundred ones and other games where I never saw one. That's it's probably my favorite gun at the moment. I'm just the most consistent with it. Um and. Yeah, it just seemed weird. And then 
it's like, man, I can't find anyone. I wonder if they adjusted the drop rate or something in the next game. It's like, oh, there's four of them in this room. Cool. Well, that is a pretty big conversation right now, particularly among, you know, the big streamers who are playing this game nonstop. Uh, can we have a dynamic system for the circle? Can it acknowledge the amount of players left and advance a couple of stages? Yeah, I find this fascinating because it's it's not something that other BRs have. So why Apex Legends specifically? Um, I, I, I've I've seen the the Doctor Disrespect clip where he's where he's talking about it, and he kind of he frames it very much in that. Uh, so often you find yourself in the final fight of the game without even realizing it. Yeah, um, which I don't disagree with. Uh, it, there's a lot of times in Apex where the circle is still pretty big, and there's only one or two squads left. You're looking at a, a two to three squad game with a still rather sizable circle and no idea where they are because everyone's just being quiet because they don't want to get third teamed. So I, I, I understand that. I don't, just I'm not sure. I don't know. I guess I'd like to see it because now that I've really gotten kind of map awareness on autopilot in this game, I it's been a long time since I feel I have gotten screwed by the zone. Where, really, unless I get into a fight and I am tragically far from the next zone, it's not really a risk. It's pretty easy to move across this map. It's pretty easy, even if you are as far as you possibly can be from the zone, to survive it, even if you fall behind and get somewhere safe and heal up and continue your game. Whereas, (laughs) I've had so many games of PUBG where it's been terrifying and feeling like the zone was just going to murder me and has um and also pretty frequently in that game it feels like the zone pushes me into a place i shouldn't be into a fight into an unadvantageous position and it feels very seldom that that happens at apex legends yeah it would be interesting and if it kept maybe the current damage of that level so let's say drop happens Three parties left. A bit of an extreme, but bam. You know, there's the two guys who went far and then the one who won the big hot zone drop. What if it just advanced to the three-party size circle in that case, but kept its damage at tier one? Well, I think the damage would still need to go up because otherwise you just stand in it and it's kind of irrelevant. Mm, so then you're not pressuring the game to advance. You're suggesting that players would actually hide in the outside oranges. Right, dude. How many times have we spent like three minutes looting in the first zone? Like inside yeah. the, the I think they call it the storm. Um, it's it's really negligible. So the, the damage plus, plus the size, I believe, are important. Well, and the fact that you can be, you know, picked up. If you go down, if you're damaged by it, you come back with some health to keep running with it. And that ally who got you up will probably drop you some sort of healing to get you through the end. Right, exactly. So I think if we're going to do this, you also need to look at the damage that it's doing. I think you need to make the damage as dynamic as you are making the the size. Uh, obviously, these are all things they can tweak, right? I think until they find um, kind of a, a happy a happy medium. And I don't know. I'm, I kind of want to experiment with throwing more players in. At a certain point. Right. That's another edge to it as well. You know, do you end up in a similar situation where the ammo is so limited that that hot drop is just a bigger fist fight and didn't actually fill out the game? Uh, is our idea here with these dynamic circles going to do the exact same thing? It's not exactly a more interesting game. We're just finishing it out faster. Well, I think if you're going to add more players that you're going to probably you're going to have to up the loot. Hmm. Which, yeah. on paper, not being a game designer sounds good in my head because right now I there's there's still times where you you go for like a safe drop, you can't find Jack. Like I don't, I don't even want good guns, but it would be nice to for the whole team to have a gun, have some bullets, even if they're not great, uh, so that you can safe drop and then push in and actually take a fight. Um, again, anecdotal, not always the case, but. That's why I'm just saying on paper, if we upped the amount of players and therefore had to also up the amount of loot on the ground, it'd be interesting. I at least want to entertain the idea. 
Right. I don't want to make this World of Warcraft where you walk for five minutes. Now you've received a token and you can buy whatever purple you want. Like it could get really stupid really fast in our armchair game designing world. I do see a bit of an issue with Lifeline in that way, because when I do drop really far out and I haven't seen anybody for, you know, five minutes, I'm like, oh, I wish I was Lifeline. Not because I faster healing, not because I have a bot, just merely I want to get some decent loot and I would have a you know supply by now. Yeah, if you're playing a Lord of the Rings walk game, <laughs> Lifeline is very helpful. And and I'd be curious to see, you know, who else could fill that role. You know, what if there was a hero that your heroic was, you open your inventory and click it and you upgrade its rarity. I don't know about that. Although all ideas and options and the game's so fresh and new and they're moving so fast that it's it's fun that we can have these conversations. You know, this game is not shelved and we're not being wishy and oh, if only Respawn would update their game and come up with new things. No, they're on the edge of coming up with new things. Yeah. How how would that work? Well, you think it's like a, a legend specific ability? Like what is a scrapper? Yeah. Like they collect something from kills or items and they can upgrade items? No, I, I was saying like you you were sitting there and you're building a bar like you do on all the heroic abilities, the champion abilities, and you maybe hit I, open your inventory, say I've got a blue scope, and you click it and boing, and you know it turns into a purple scope. Okay, I'm gonna push back there. I think the scope is uh, scopes or hop ups would be the worst example because they're not static; they're very unique, right? But sure, because you, cause you but, wouldn't be able to choose between the three or the two, four. Right, right. right. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so stocks, magazines, barrels, uh, as well as armor and drop shields. Those are all things that are kind of static, and they just get per- percentage or or hit points better. Right. The armor would be the one I'd probably use it on the most because yeah. I'm the one guy with a white T-shirt left yes, on. Yes, that would be and- interesting. And then you, I, I think you'd probably have to cap it at you can't go past purple, right? Like you can't right. go up into into yeah. you know yellow or what I've been calling legendary because it's what I think of as um, World of Warcraft coloring schemes. But it's okay, okay, okay. Maybe maybe there's something there. I mean, if it's balanced, if it's because you're already sort of doing that with Lifeline, and the thing in there is though it, you do have that that randomness of you're you're not sure you're going to get armor from the drop, right? I mean, it, it's ubiquitous now. The, the drop comes down from Lifeline. You open it up. You look on the right side because it's always where the good thing spawns. And you go, ah, oh, it's a drop shield. Like everyone just moans together. It's ubiquitous. <laughs> we have all agreed that a Lifeline drop with a drop shield is a shitty drop. It's also more dynamic because it, there's a chance it gives away your position, hollers to the world, you get grenaded. You know, maybe let's we'll balance it Lifeline style. You have to fire in the air randomly for five seconds straight in order to engage this ability right it's going to get ridiculous the more we try to armchair design it but okay, okay but maybe it's it's too lifeline similar but maybe the next medic hero like has that upgrade feature and it's it randomly upgrades either your drop shield your helmet or your shield to one thing higher than it currently is yeah but you exactly. can't control it and sometimes it'll be a drop shield and everyone will in unison go ah oh, lame <laughs> i don't know it'd be interesting uh, I don't hate it as much as I thought I did when you when you first brought it up. I'm like, ooh, I don't know about that, but you're more or less doing that with with drops from Lifeline. So, yeah, here's your birthday present, right? It's troll free. Like, there's you know the, the ammo scrapper hero that can turn any item into ammo. Ooh, but also, oh no, as he runs out in front of you and takes all the guns you're looking for and turns <laughs> them into ammo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, while we're speaking about Lifeline, there is a, a, a apparently a new exploit uh, made the light of day, and I haven't been able to find anything about it being removed from the game yet, so uh, I apologize if I missed a post somewhere, but uh, drone healing while moving is the, the hot new exploit that made headlines while I was traveling. Essentially, um, you put out a Lifeline drone in the path of an open door, let it attach to you, then close the door, which causes the drone to disappear, but you are still receiving its healing effects for its full duration, and you can now move wherever you would like, however fast you would like to move in that direction. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, certainly seems like an unintended exploit. 
Right. Uh, honestly, probably more work than it's worth to set up and be like, okay, you stand here. What, what, what are we doing? What, what, what's going on? Lifeline? Oh, no, no. So, so you get on the other side of this door. I'm going to close the door so you can have heels. It's a little baby heel. Like these are not, this is not your granddad's MOBA heel. This is not your World of Warcraft tank heel. There are so many times as Lifeline, I've been like, all right, firefight, drone, excellent, step out. Yeah, well, I'm dead. Uh, I, I think it's definitely worth it for selfish applications. If you are the Lifeline, you're in full control of it. You can uh, just quickly drop it in a doorway, attach it to you, close the door, and then move on. That's very worth it. It is a fast heal, especially in the world of Octane, where we're thinking about his passive heal. Sure. Lifeline's heal is bananas by comparison. Uh, and especially if you can just run as fast as you want and play a game like normal, dip, dive, duck, and dodge. Is that from Dodgeball? Is that the quote I'm trying to do? You know what so. I'm saying. Yeah. If you can dodge a Gibraltar, you can dodge a ball. Correct. Right. Yes. As long as they don't take away my loot and scoot, which is honestly one of my favorite activities when. You've got no health. Your friend drops you the drone, but you still want to keep looting. So you crouch down and you kind of push it along as you're going through all the various boxes. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I think that's fine because there's yeah. collision with it. You have to be moving pretty damn slow. You really have to babysit this thing to push it around. I like that because to me, it's it's another thing like, you know, if there's cover where they could be moving, they could be doing the, the crouch push. It's it's. To me, that's like listening for, are they using shield cells? Are they using a, a Phoenix kit? They've disappeared. I know they didn't drop. What are they doing? So I, I like that kind of thing because it's it's already in with all of these other forms of healing that we're keeping an eye out for, trying to decide whether it is correct to push or not. Yeah. Whereas if they're just getting Invisi-Heal as fast as they want, that I think that's an issue. Right. And as we've seen with the cheaters in this game of any exploit is going to be exploited. So we are all aware of it now and hopefully that will increase the speed at which it's fixed. Yes, absolutely. And exploits are different. You know, if it's in the game and anyone can do it without installing it, I, I I'm not as harsh about that as I am uh, straight up cheating. Also, Again, couldn't find it. Does anyone know if the stupid you can edit like a, a text file and get rid of the the Bangalore smoke in the game? Is that still a thing you can do? I don't know. I I'm honestly not sure if that's our nubbish understanding of cheating. You know, it's easy to yell ah text file and it makes sense in our heads. I doubt it's that easy. No, uh, it, I, it is. Yeah, this is a video. You can go watch it, man. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah, I just don't know if it's been fixed or not. But uh, another thing I looked up when I when I got back and was researching, I'm like, has this been fixed yet? And I haven't seen anything. So, uh, yeah, whatever the case is, uh, shall we take in a couple emails? Let's do that. Uh, so you can write in, be a part of the show at amovetv at gmail.com. That's A-M-O-V-E-T-V at gmail.com. Or if you're in the Discord, which you can join by going to bit.ly slash amovediscord. Drop a question in the Enter the Apex channel. We pull from there as well. Make sure you tag Kyle and I because it's guarantees we'll see it. So uh, anyways, Ross kicks off the questions this week and writes, hello, fellow Apex Predators. That would have been a good name for the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, still, it makes me think of Predator, which isn't bad. And when you aim up the triple take, it does look like a Predator. Yeah, but I also feel as disingenuous as to our skill level in this game. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing. Uh, like, okay, okay. Yeah, hang on. Raccoon tier? Raccoon? Are they? I mean, they they can kill a cat, I guess. Right. Like that's that. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're, they're probably real sad not, too. They're probably but, not taking out your dog unless you're like me and your dogs are chihuahuas. Exactly. They they feed on the trash of others left behind. They want to make sure you get the good gun. You know. <laughs> <laughs> they'll hiss and scrap in, okay. in the top right, part. They're really feel, good in the fist fight, you know? Now I just feel offended. <laughs> I'm talking about myself here. You can you can be badger tier. You can go up to, you know, <laughs> mulling deer tier. I don't know, man. Pick your own animal. So, yeah, apex, badger, and, ra- and, and raccoon. That would be our right, um, right. predatory the, scale. Let, let, let's get the scale going. Uh, in, in the A-Move Discord, post your animal, and let's see if we can really even this out. We talked last week about spiders and lions, you know? Oh, God. I like it. 
I like it. Anyway, Ross says, hello, fellow Apex Predators. You spoke last week about players disconnecting because of the game crashing in the middle of matches. I haven't experienced this much on PS4 yet, but have experienced players leaving on purpose. More and more since the game came out, I see players leaving as soon as they are killed, even when there is a very real chance to respawn. Some people even go as far as leaving as soon as they are knocked down. While some of these may be legitimate disconnects, the fact that it seems to happen as soon as they are killed, but before their time it runs out, is too much of a coincidence. I can only assume they'd rather start a new game right away than wait for a potential respawn and have to gather weapons, etc. again. While I see the logic on this, I don't think it's very fair on your teammates. Also, even if you are uh, go. Uh, even if you go completely out, if you hang around and watch your team, I believe you again, or sorry, you gain, I think he meant, experience for the time they survive. You do, by the way, that is confirmed. What are their thoughts or what are your thoughts? Have you seen this happen? P.S. Jokes on that person that quit the other day after going down in a firefight. We easily won. We won that game as a two-man squad. It happens. Shots fired literally and figuratively by Ross to random disconnector. Number 2,124. Um, oh, yeah, dude, you are so not alone. This happens everywhere. This is one of the most common complaints I see. Uh, I've, I've put your email in here so that, Ross, you could be kind of the, the poster child for this complaint. Because I don't think we haven't talked about it too much. Uh, but we, we get these complaints on Twitter all the time. People talk about it in the Discord. We have multiple emails that come in. And Kyle and myself both go, what a doorknob when this happens. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's been happening since day one. Uh, when, when the game first launched, I just chalked it up to this is what you do in every other battle royale because there is no respawn. So it's just the, the, the whole gameplay loop of a battle royale is go, go, go. If you die, you're out, leave the game, requeue, try again. Uh, but this game having a respawn mechanic is unique and if you were new to the game in that first week i just assumed maybe you're unaware of it or i could also see a, a true fueling of impatience because you just want to learn the game it's like i don't want to sit there and wait i don't want to watch just want to get guns shoot get better which i can understand to a certain degree um now i just think you're a terrible person sure it's an interesting gameplay discussion in that way for me I, I've been told that I come alive. I've gotten better about this. I actually do enjoy other aspects of the game, but when this game first came out, one of my allies went down. <gasps> oh my God, it turned into Prince of Persia. Oh my God, it turned into all the... You know, and I just started booking it. Because, you know, you're, you're down a guy. You might as well give it your all now. Dude, when you're having trouble aiming anyway. When they finally add a character with wall running, this is going to be your jam, isn't it? Oh, Totally, man. I love the movement in this game. And having an ally go down is an excuse to to book it and see what you can pull off sliding down a hill, jumping over that truck and getting to the point on time and running for the hills again. It's a blast. And maybe that is a bit of a gameplay error. It, it, it's perhaps more fun to res a guy than it is to be rezzed. And yeah, I understand the feeling. It is a bummer when you have a really, really good set of items and sometimes you just go down you lose it all the circle pushes in you're never getting those items back and now you've got a p2020 because they looted you know the one i'm talking about there out by market there's the three boxes and your allies loot everything but one p2020 with six shots in it and that's what you get when you land maybe there's a white t-shirt because everyone else has purples this late in the game you know it's it's a little sad it is but <laughs> um, over the weekend, I got rezzed in the final fight. Never happened to me before. Got a P2020, actually downed an enemy in the final fight. That's awesome. That's all I had to work with. And so to that, I, I say, I don't think I want them to make that any easier or better because sometimes it's enough. <laughs> uh, we didn't win, by the way. We did end up dying. But it was one of the more exciting uh <laughs> it was one of the more exciting things uh, that have happened to me in this game. I haven't been rezzed in a final fight. And so it was fun to try and make that scrappiness work. And that's the fun of it, right? They could they could augment it so that depending on which ring you're being dropped into, you get basic armor, uh, a Mozambique, why not, just to meme it up a little. But 
you're still supplying a body in that final fight, and tactically, you've got a greater chance of winning. So we'll stick around and enjoy it. I'm just one often when I see trolls, cheaters, I wonder is the game pushing too hard against them that they feel they have to take on these exploits? What talking about just leaving the game? No, just like a, a perfectly sane one is the, the rocks we were talking about today. You don't fall as fast as you feel you should with rockets on your back. So we're bumping into walls on purpose so we fall faster. I I, dis- I disagree entirely. I think it's just if something is objectively better than something else, you're going to do that. That's fair. It's it's just if does this give you an edge? Is it well known? Has it been proven to be correct? No reason not to do it until respawn changes. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of my my thought there. I don't I don't think it's like the game's too hard. The game is as it's in, as it's intended. I mean, I don't know. That's such a deeply opinion based discussion, right? Totally. It's, it's, a, it's a philosophy. And I love um, foreshadowing in movies as well. I feel like oftentimes your brain remembers to go, oh, my God, uh, why why did I know that person had a shoot? Well, in the early movie, they were, you know, they were shooting targets. Now, and, you know, they, they get in a firefight. They know how to shoot a gun. Your brain goes, oh, I get it. So all those sort of things coalesce into making more sense. In, in this case, Lever's penalty, is that a thing? What do you Can mean? we make it a thing? What are you talking about? His levers. They're leaving before the game's over. Can we put them in a levers queue? Uh, I would certainly like that to be the case. But, yeah, I uh, I don't know. Uh, the, apparently, so Chatroom's saying that there was a unintended lever penalty added with the patch. I did not see this. That's why I haven't already talked about it. Um, yes. Uh, if you linked it in the Discord, I don't know what Discord it is in because I don't see it in the Answer the Apex channel. Well, it basically, if you left three games in a row, you got banned for five minutes, is the report here. Okay, and then it was removed very, very quickly. Okay, gotcha. Oh, here it is. Oh, yeah, look at it. Cannot ready up. Your matchmaking has de- delayed because you abandoned your teammates. Okay, cool. So pr- must have unintentionally gotten pushed, and then they removed it. And rad. Yeah, sure. Let's get that back in the game ASAP. Okay. Awesome. Wow. Can you imagine doing that three times in a row? I guess if you're just spamming and that's your lifestyle, huh? We'll leave game. Yeah. I mean, I'd uh, be honest. I left the game last night because our teammate was just standing in the corner doing nothing while we were both dead. (laughs) Well, we're right there. I I mean, I've been there too. There is really no chance that this particular group is going to pull it together uh, they maybe got my beacon, but the other guy's beacons run out. Yeah, you know you could you could put two and two together sometimes, and and then that's where while it would stink if there was a lever penalty and you got stuck into that. Um, but it, I, I guess if you left three games in a row, okay, that still gives you that right. wiggle room to leave in that scenario. Um, but also we saw with the patch 1.1 that they're making the report feature just a little more nuanced, having that delineation between I'm reporting for cheating or I'm reporting for another reason. I could see AFK slash non-participation becoming a third option just to speed those reports along. Yeah. It's something that we yeah, have it, in a lot of other games. So an we'll egregious repeat abuser of the leave feature. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Respawn, they're, they're slowly improving the game. So I, I think this will be addressed. Clearly, they have something in mind since that got intentionally pushed. And uh, thank you, chat room. Thank you for you. Thank you, Lance Blizz Gamer, for uh, talking about that in the chat room, letting us know. Brian Brady is next. And Brian says, first off, love Into the Nexus and Into the Apex, longtime Heroes player. Uh, just a small nitpick. I can only play Apex Legends on my PlayStation 4 because my computer is too old. But I would love uh, I would love to play it with keyboard and mouse on my PS4. But last time I tried, it wasn't supported. Do you think that will change? And if it does, uh, will crossover gaming be viable? PS I would love to upgrade and play on my PC. I feel this so hard. Hmm. <laughs> uh, spent most of my teenage life without uh, a PC powerful enough to play really anything. Um. So yeah, I if cross platform became a thing in apex legends i think that would be the catalyst that would 
push keyboard and mouse support on consoles to be supported. Right. That's really my answer. I mean, it, it does it does stink, but I also understand it to a certain degree because it would, I truly believe it gives you a massive leg up. Yeah, you get to level the playing field and, yeah, you know, if friends getting together and, you know, I, I, the I don't care button that might be available for cross play. I, I just want full games. Who cares? Just throw me in, coach. I'll use a controller. Hey, there's probably people who are like, I don't really like keyboards, but I want to play with my friends. So I've got this Steam controller, in which case I say, oh, man, what the heck is wrong with you? Without a lock in on a Steam controller, that scroll pad is crazy. <laughs> uh, I, I like it for certain games. I, I play a lot of my isometric strategy games uh, with the Steam controller. It works really well, but trying to play shooter, oh, I can't do it. No, no um, then, but then whatever, man, you do you like if you like playing this game with a controller, which I, there I we, we hear from players who do. I feel like a lot of us uh, kind of talk of talk of them like lepers, <laughs> which I think is just unfair. If that's how you like to play the game, play the game that way, because uh, I mean, it, it's just that I, I don't think it's necessarily fair to everyone playing in a locked cl- console environment for certain players to be playing with keyboards and certain players not to be um if they wanted to add that without crossplay, i'm with you i think that you need there needs to be some type of of opt-in of like well just match me with players against keyboards and mice i don't care but if we're talking teenage years it would still be an issue because i remember i had a dreamcast and that had a keyboard that you could plug in for fantasy star online and I never got one because i was a teenager and explaining why i need a keyboard for my console was impossible Hmm. Plus, it was absurdly priced, like 50 bucks for a keyboard, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didn't have a Dreamcast. I can't speak to that. I wanted one. That Sonic game was real pretty. It was It was real pretty. Fantasy <laughs> Star Online was, uh, I guess, my first MMO. Probably not, though, right? It's got I, a... It was an MMO. Quantifiers. If you call the first Guild Wars an MMO, I would call the first Fantasy Star Online an MMO because they, they played very similarly in the way that they handled the world. Right, right. Your your hub world had people wandering around, and then you would group up in order to go into the mission levels. Yeah, but clearly we're reaching very far back for our console uh, keyboard experiences, which goes to show how how out of touch we are with this plate. Yeah, yeah, very true. <laughs> so, uh, Zach P writes in and says, "Hello." In episode eight, Kyle was discussing his goal was to lower his DPI on his mouse until he can practice arm aiming. Uh, he should stick to a comfortable DPI that allows him to have a wide range of adjustment on his in-game sensitivity. Uh, basically, there's no reason to go from 800 down to 400 if 800 is already comfortable for you because H, uh, sorry, 800 DPI and a sensitivity of 1.5 in-game is exactly the same 360-degree turn as 400 DPI and 3 sensitivity in-game. And he gave an example of uh, Seagull, who uses 1,600 DPI, but his in-game sensitivity is 0.7, which is the same as 800 at 1.4 sensitivity or 400 DPI at 2.8 sensitivity. All of these yield the same amount of mouse movement to do a full 360 as the other. He says, you may ask, changing DPI instead of in-game sensitivity still accomplishes the same goal. Why is one better than the other? Uh... Basically, adjusting your DPI affects all aspects of using your mouse, not just in Apex Legends. However, if you're rocking a DPI that's ridiculously high, like 6,000, then the game simply can't get low enough to compensate. You can turn your sensitivity all the way down to 0.1, and coughing on your mouse can still send your character into a wild 360 spin. So in this case, then you would need, uh, you would totally need to lower your DPI. But that sweet spot range for DPI seems to be anywhere between 400 and 1600 because this gives you a range of adjustment in game. Another tool that will help uh, find what sensitivity is best for anyone out there is to use a sensitivity calculator like the one found at mousesensitivity.net. You can take your sensitivity from a game like Overwatch and enter in your Overwatch sensitivity and your mouse DPI, and it will tell you what sensitivity to use in Apex to make it exactly the same as your Overwatch sensitivity. This is great if you feel like your Overwatch sensitivity fits you perfectly and you need to establish a baseline in Apex Legends. 
This blew my mind, and this is a super cool tool. Mousesensitivity.net. I already knew about the adjusting the sensitivity to your DPI, um, but it's not the same in every game. One game sensitivity and the way it multiplies or reduces your, your mouse's base DPI may be different from the next. Right, and I am using that Razer Synapse to make those little buttons below your scroll wheel turn into my DPI adjuster. So I am not cruising the internet at 600, which is where I've kind of settled right now. I'm down to 600, and I like it here. I don't think I'm going to go any lower. So what's your sensitivity? hmm? What's your sensitivity in-game? One. Oh, wow. Flat. So you're playing soups low. Yes. Okay. Because I'm playing at 700 DPI sensitivity two. Which, Interesting. Uh, because of this mouse sensitivity tool, which I only know because Zach wrote in. So thank you, Zach. It, so in Apex Legends, if my DPI is set to 700 and my sensitivity is set to 2, I need to move my mouse just shy of a full foot, using American measurements here, to do a full 360. Interesting. Which I really like. I feel very comfortable. It's uh, it's still a you know having to move my arm, not my wrist. I can't move my wrist a full foot without moving my arm. So this is this is where I have I have dialed in. I'm not trying to convince you you should do otherwise. You should do what's comfortable for you. But um, that's that's interesting. I mean it's it's a it's a hilarious conversation because when we get into DPI, particularly on something like stream, people are always like, whoa, whoa, hang on now, heavy opinion. But do what's right for you. And I've, I've gotten so many heavy opinions right now that I'm, I'm a little overwhelmed by the idea. So I'm actually jumping in game right now to check my sensitivity because I may have it sitting at something odd. So I think one it's, is one to one. I think it makes no adjustment whatsoever. Yeah. I thought as much. But it, 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 it's a fascinating barrier to breach because as my first computer shooter since, well, ever really, uh, I just never have had these conversations. So, okay. Oh, oh, so, so yeah. So my, oh, here's where I was confused. My ADS mouse sensitivity multiplier is one. I don't want to be moving any different when I aim down sights. Okay. Yeah. Same. I hate it. I can't stand that. Um, obviously to each their own. So what's your just regular sensitivity set to 2.2. Okay. All right. So we're pretty much in the same ballpark, right? So 600, but 2.2. So if you're at, uh, I'm act- I have the calculator up right now. End of the show. Getting number crunchy. Sensitivity is two point two, and you're at a DPI of seven hundred. Six hundred. Six hundred. So you have to move just over a foot to perform a full three sixty. So okay, you're s- you're slightly lower than than me. So you have to move your arm a little bit more than me. But yeah, cool. So we're we're in the ballpark. We've uh, kind of established, and, that, and that's what I'm kind of talking about. Is that like there's. I don't think there's any one perfect sense sensitivity DPI setting for anyone. You kind of need to figure it out, but there's definitely like opinions on what is far too much. Right. Right. So, so I, I understand what Zach's saying now, and I understand what everybody's been trying to say to me, which is why I, I didn't get why they were being so specific, but it's kind of like Starcraft or any sort of ranked mode. And, and you're like, well, rank are you? Well, I'm plat. Oh, but what's your server? I'm like, what the hell does it mean? What's my server? Well, it matters because that's the quality of the player base. If you're plat on the Korean server, well, guess right. You're amazing here, maybe on the NA server. And that's basically what's happening here is I didn't understand that the sensitivity that I had set so long ago was affecting my perspective of what DPI is. Right. Right. So, um, all very interesting things. Thank you, Zach, because we, we hadn't had a discussion about uh, how sensitivity affects the mouse. And mostly because I wasn't sure if like if it was set to two, does that two times your DPI? And the, and the calculator does not answer that question for me. But it does at least give me a, a distance for 360, which is a unit of measurement I can wrap my head around. Well, that's good for planning out desk space if I wanted to, you know, take actually, it off. <laughs> actually, yeah, you're right. You're right. And I have um I have more than a foot to work with, but I also like one of my monitors kind of encroaches on my mouse mat a little bit. So I have probably about a foot and a half of like pure open space. And then 
if I'm conscious of where my monitor is, I can move, but what? I, mean, I should set sound effects. I do feel, you know, we're all nerds here. So let me just say, I feel like a badass about something not badass at all. I turn my mouse when I play. So my mouse is hamburger style. No, wait, no, that's when you fold things in half. It's long ways about? when I'm playing MOBAs, but I turn it sideways, horizontal when I play shooters. What the hell are you talking about? Okay, so because I because I, I I don't need a lot of up in this game, so I turn my 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 mouse from vert my mouse pad from vertical to horizontal. Oh, oh, okay. So I, I thought you were talking about your mouse. Thing. I was like, no, why no, no. are you holding your mouse sideways, you crazy person? No, like a, like a gangster mouse. Okay, yes. You you just said mouse. You didn't mention your mat. Um, yes, okay. my pad, my my your, sweet pad, your mouse mat. Okay. Totally. Are we follow. calling mats now? I totally, How far behind am I? I totally. Uh, well, it, if it's small, I still call it a pad. If you're portrait uh, versus landscape, thank you, echoes. Okay, thank God, man. I thought you were talking about your mouse. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm sure I probably cockeye my mouse a little bit when I play, but um, <laughs> all right, never mind. Totally follow. Makes complete sense. All right, what's your uh, mouse sensitivity aim down sights multiplier for you? Uh, it's it's one to one. I don't want any multiplier. Cool. I, uh, it drives me completely crazy. My personal opinion. You, if it works for you, cool. I did send it lower to punish myself a couple weeks ago because I was aiming down sights too much. Interesting. I mean, yeah. whatever works for you, man. <laughs> Since got rid of that handicap. It's not something I would want to do. Because I would rather just get used to the way I would like it to behave all the time. But yeah. if it if it forced you to ADS less, then cool. It worked. I'm it glad did. to hear. Glad yeah. to hear, dude. <laughs> but uh, awesome. Keep the emails coming, everyone. Again, amovetv at gmail.com is the place to send that. Or join the Amove Discord by going to bit.ly slash amovediscord. And you can drop questions into the Enter the Apex chat room in there. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. Before we go, uh, you should know that Kyle and I have another podcast we do together called Into the Nexus, which is all about Heroes of the Storm. It's a fun MOBA. And uh, it's not dying. People keep saying it's dead. It's not. People keep playing this game. So go listen to that. But other than that, Kyle, where can everybody find you? Good games never die. Uh, YouTube.com slash Kyle Ferguson is where you can find that fine video of the documented aimbot. If you've never seen one yourself, you can find it over there. But also twitch.tv slash Kyle Ferguson, where we play Apex in the afternoons on Mondays. Go check it out. We'll be doing that today, as a matter of fact. Uh, I am Garrett Art on Twitter. All of the podcasts I do, including this one, are over at amove.tv. It is A-M-O-V-E dot TV. Uh, I'll blow someone's mind, I guess. we The first podcast we ever did together was called StarCraft. And in RTSs, there is a, a, a way to move your units called Attack Moving, which you use the A key to move so that they just automatically start attacking things. So we named our channel A-Move. Because which they desperately need to put in Total War games already. You're right. They don't have that. No, no. And then your army just parts off standing there when it's done fighting the thing that it's fighting. Right? I love Total War, but uh, it's been a while since I played one. You're right. Yeah, modernize. I just just play Civ now. But yeah, that's why it's called A-Move. Go there. See all the other podcasts. We've got ourselves a Hearthstone expansion firing up this week. So go subscribe to The Angry Chicken, the podcast all about Hearthstone. And I'm on there with Willie Dills Gregory and Jocelyn Carney. New last name. Yeah. New last name. Congrats. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Rise of Shadows coming out tomorrow. So lots of Hearthstone goodness to be had. Get it. Wherever podcasts can be found. That's going to wrap it up for this podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Garrett Art. We'll see you next week for episode 10. Yeah, episode 10 of Enter the Apex. But until then, good luck and have fun, everybody. Don't leave your games. Take care. Don't leave your games. Bye.